Good morning all, Ryan Tuberty with you this Tuesday morning. It's the 14th of December 2021 and we are with you as always till 10am. The text number is 51551 and you can email ryan at rte.ie. Lots of uh, lovely photographs of Vicky Phelan and Charlie Bird. Uh, they met up yesterday in Limerick as they said they would and sure enough uh, they seem very, very happy in the photograph to meet each other and they both subsequently uh, tweeted uh, which uh, includes Vicky's tweet saying, the tea and scones have been had, as they promised they would. Uh, the conversation flowed, we laughed, we cried, we hugged, uh, and we made plans to meet again. She says, apologies in advance to the COVID brigade. <laughs> I've also been roped into climbing Crow Patrick with Charlie and Claire, and the whole of Ireland, it appears. Well, there's truth in that. Um, I, I'm, I'm no doubt about it. Charlie's uh, tweet says, met my hero today. We shed a few tears, but lots of laughs. Vicky has promised to climb Crow Patrick with me and the rest of the country. Also, a very well-known singer, whom you all know, has offered to come with me as well. And we're going to go to, uh, to highlight uh, other illnesses along the way. And funny, I was talking to my uh, colleagues over on, on, on the Late Late Show yesterday. Um, after I'd been in touch with uh, Vicky in the afternoon and said, you know something, if she's going up the, the hill, I'll go up the hill with them <laughs> if, if they call it the hill. Crow Patrick, but I will, if the time permits, I'd absolutely uh, in solidarity with Vicky and Charlie and everyone else. Uh, but the problem is, is there enough room in Crow Patrick for the amount of people who want to do it? Um, and uh, we'll see. But it's it, there's something lovely about the momentum in that and everyone's enthusiasm to to do it and do it, obviously correctly and compliantly and so on but um, yeah here's hoping but uh, it's a love it's the most unusual scenario that that, that occurred that, that they both got to know each other and they saw each other and they, on TV or whatever and, and then got to meet each other and they just look like natural um, pals you know something really really nice and it seems like they knew each other a long time so you'll see the picture today it's, it's very uplifting and you know Charlie has been talking about um, how he has been his spirits have been lifted since Friday and the response to his uh, chat. And it's great. It's great. There's fuel, fuel there in, and, and um, he's, he's been, he's feeling the love from Irish people. And that's why I think Vicky, it's, it's, it's ditto as well there. So uh, here's hoping um, that they're happy and well this Christmas. Okay. What about, you know, that thing that you say, oh, it's, it don't just do it. It's not rocket science. Um, well, they've, they've, they've gone and somebody with the time in the world went along and said let's find out if rocket scientists are more intelligent than the rest of us and so that we can say it's not <laughs> you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do, to do this so they, they so, and brain surgeons while we're here so they went to find out are brain surgeons and rocket scientists brighter than the rest of us like because that's the benchmark it's become a, a thing you just you did. so they they did the research and the findings indicate that, here we go, because I'm, I'm, I don't know if, if any of you or any of us know a brain surgeon or a rocket scientist, but this information will allow you clip their wings. And in Ireland, we like nothing more to do than clip the wings. Now, I'd be very careful if I were you clipping the wings of a, a brain surgeon or indeed a rocket scientist, because you never know when you're going to need one in your life. But either way, the findings indicate that contrary to popular belief, here it is, Aerospace engineers and neurosurgeons have similar levels of intelligence to the general population. We're okay, we're okay. So it, it's it's not rocket science. Oh, good, I'll do it then. Yeah. So if someone said that to you now, you can say you don't have to be brain surgeon. Oh, good, 
I'll be well able for that. And there it is. It, it, it is possible that both neurosurgeons and aerospace engineers are unnecessarily placed on a pedestal and that it's a walk in the park or other uh, phrases uh, unrelated to careers might be more appropriate. It's a walk in the park. That's easy. Uh, and that, that, that probably makes more sense. There's a there's a, <laughs> a parking ticket machine in the supermarket I go to, and it's so hard to, to try and get. You know the way you have to get the the, the laser light on the on the <laughs> on your receipt. Now you have to get a receipt, and you're going and you're there, and, and the nerves are gone because people are queuing behind, going, "Why why isn't Basil Faulty over here not fixing this?" Like you, you, it's not rocket science, I know, but it it is to me. But now that I realise it doesn't have to be rocket science. The results reveal that aerospace engineers and neurosurgeons were equally matched across most aspects, although aerospace engineers were found to be better at mental manipulation abilities and neurosurgeons were better at semantic problem solving, just so you know. And when their results were compared to the general public, aerospace engineers did not show significant differences in, in any aspect of intelligence. Phew! And uh, neurosurgeons, meanwhile, were able to solve problems faster than the general public, but showed a slower memory recall speed. Yeah, that's one fear <laughs> for the Christmas table, I have no doubt. Uh, what else have we got for you? Uh, there's a film I've, I'm, I'm always given out by because I don't, just simply didn't like it. It was uh, Love Actually. And Jan Morris says, I watched Love Actually with my mam today for the first time in ages and just realised there are so many fat jokes and negative mentions of being fat or chubby. Please find attached the chubby woman at the butt of the joke. And it's Martine McCutcheon who's looking splendid in the fo- in the photograph. But I didn't realise that. It's, it's I got full... Uh, kind of weightest commentary throughout but I suppose it's a different time now but and some films as we know age better than others and that might be one might I ask asked Marion Keyes by tweet today uh, people who work in chemists hairdressers beauty salons etc when customers show up with uh, tins of roses is there anything you prefer <laughs> you know hairdressers and nail people might get tips but but chemists does your heart sink at the sight of yet another box of heroes. Uh, so uh, if, if you want to help us out, that that's fine. Although I, I have to say, when I was in a chemist recently, a great, great place, and the staff, there must have been four or five, four, four or five of them, kind of gathered around as we were having a chat. And they said, uh, the one thing they find very difficult at the moment, and you might have heard about this, we talked about it last week, it was again mentioned in the Morning Ireland this morning, is they said, would you please ask people to, have, to be patient? They, they're finding a lot of hassle on the phones and people... Uh, kind of rip it into them and can it, we, can we all take a breath just on that front I mean god everyone's doing a job and they're all going home to you know they're trying to make a book <laughs> they got to go home pay bills and mind their loved ones and you know they're just doing their job so uh, there's a bit of that steady now everybody as we go because everyone's nerves are a little bit frayed and then the news comes on you watch an Omicron you're going oh crikey what's next you know so you just have to take the deep breaths I'd have to do it myself by the way I'm not preaching here I'm, I'm, t- I'm seriously telling you sometimes I have to it's okay they pulled out really abruptly in front of me because they've got lots going on in their life and they're in a hurry <laughs> take, take, take your foot off so that's okay and then yeah. Um, very briefly on Succession season finale last night I won't talk about it too long because if you haven't seen it uh, it's very boring to hear other people talking about it weirdly I thought it was only okay and no no, uh, season, no spoilers here by the way I won't do that but I, I only thought it was okay and then I came in and we were all talking about it and the more they talked about it the more I thought you know what you're right it was actually brilliant so I had a full <laughs> bolt fast here uh, this morning thanks to the almost uh, uh, senior counsel-like skills of my colleagues in bringing it round. I was going, yes, you know what? 
innocent as charged. So uh, it was, it was, it, it, it's wonderful. And then I went back and watched um, another episode of uh, Band of Brothers. And as I was sitting there watching Band of Brothers, is that, I could, I, I could see his face and I could hear his voice and said, sounds like him, kind of looks like him now 20 years ago, what have you. Um, and sure enough, it's Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, the chat show host, was uh, in, the, in the States. Uh, it was in Band of Brothers. He acted for a little while. And I did not know that. And um, it was then an episode called Crossroads, directed by Tom Hanks. So I could imagine the pressure there trying to keep your act together. But he uh, near the end of the episode, his character comes rolls up in a in a sort of a car of some sort, an old jeep with more ammunition and what have you. Uh, but he he since said that it was very hard behind the scenes because he he couldn't drive a stick shift vehicle, and they're very hard if you've ever driven. A, a an old I have actually on the beaches normally would you believe years ago for a, for a, a TV program called No Frontiers, one of my favourite things I ever did on TV was that uh, report in from Normandy landings, amazing experience. Um, but I had to drive one of those jeeps across the beach, and they're hard. But uh, so for for him, they he couldn't really he wasn't a good driver to begin with anyway. And they couldn't move the jeep, so Tom Hanks had to get two men to push the jeep from behind. To move, <laughs> to make it move, he, he, he couldn't do it. He, and uh, nevertheless, he's in there briefly, and it continues to bedazzle me. I just think it's such a terrific show. Um, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Kathy Kelly has been added to the the, the um, never-ending list of uh, uh, stars to appear on that program. Looking forward to it immensely. And uh, Kathy Kelly, the author, and uh, we've spoken to her a few times on this program, and she will be a very welcome addition to. Uh, Dancing with the Stars in January. Uh, of course, the Golden Globes. Uh, Brian Cox getting a nomination in there. Kenneth Branagh. A lot of, lot of love for Belfast. I haven't seen that film, Belfast, but my God, it's getting great reviews and uh, great nominations. And, and uh, Jeremy Strong there, of course. Kendall Roy is the nominator. Uh, my two tips for the Oscars I mentioned yesterday also got nominations. That's hardly a surprise. Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog. Uh, Kieran Hines also in there for Belfast. Kieran Culkin for Succession. He's just so excellent. Ruth Nega from Passing. We had her on the late, late recently. She's wonderful. Christian Stewart for Spencer. That was my other tip, uh, Oscar-wise. I think she'll probably win that um, when I think about it. Uh, and uh, yes, there's plenty on. Has anyone seen K- King Richard? Is that worth going to see? I, I was in two minds, but it's getting very uh, good reviews also. Uh, it's about the, the Williams sisters and their dad. Um, so uh, that's getting, as I say, good reviews, but I'm not sure... Uh, if 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 I like the look of it, uh, so we'll see. Time Person of the Year has been named. You probably saw this yesterday. They have named. I mean, they they can name anyone from Richard Nixon to Ronald Reagan to Adolf Hitler or whatever. Uh, but the Time Person of the Year for 2021 is Elon Musk, and they are, it, has, it has been described as the worst choice ever. Um, and the difficulty with the describing it as the worst choice ever is that the Time Magazine Person of the Year is often a baddie. And, or a goodie, or an in-betweeny. So I'm not making casting aspersions on Elon Musk. I know very little about him. He's kind of over there. And I'm not really a tech guy, so I think you have to be kind of into that to kind of see. I think he's kind of like the, the Rocket Man guy, um, Robert Downey Jr. What's that, that film that he's in with all the, with all the gear? Um, Time Magazine's decision to make Tesla billionaire Elon Musk its person of the year for 2021 has been Iron Man, thank you. Like Johnny Ancient trying to figure out what's the name of the Rocket Man. <laughs> I've never seen the Iron Man films, so I probably should, could, over the Christmas maybe. Anyway, Elon Musk gets the nod. Um, 
He's been criticised because of his attitude to tax and his opposition to unions and playing down the dangers of COVID-19. So they're going, this, what are you giving this guy's a whack job? What are you doing? And they say, well, it doesn't matter. He's, 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 he's been described as, a, the, the Time magazine described him as a, a clown, a genius, an edgelord. What's an edgelord? That's a new one. Uh, a visionary, an industrialist and a showman. Like something out of P.T. Barnum or something, something out of the Victorian era, isn't it? But he has, uh, we cite, they cited the breadth of his endeavours from his founding of SpaceX in 20, 2002 to his hand in the creation of the alternative energy company Solar City, in addition to Tesla, the most valuable car company in the world. I tell you what, those tes- Tesla cars freak me out because they're so quiet. I just, you can't even hear a hum coming near you. <laughs> so you go, what is that? But the accolade drew sharp criticism in the United States where Musk is a controversial figure because of his attitude to tax, opposing a billionaire's tax floated by some. He, along with other prominent, uh, very wealthy people, paid only small tax rates relative to the significant increase in his total wealth between 2014 and 2018. And Senator Elizabeth Warren tweeted from that the time decision highlighted the need for the tax code to be reformed so the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off everyone else. That's what they're saying on that front. Okay, let's take a day. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. Uh, a little pre-Christmas thank you to you and all your listeners for the support for all things local this year. Again, you gave our small store Moher Cottage in Liscanner in County Clare shout out in the first lockdown I did and your listeners supported us then online and they came out this Christmas and supported us again that's the repeat business I love to hear that uh, we so appreciate it and all everyone is doing in looking for local it makes such a difference to many small businesses like ours uh, wishing you and your team and listeners a lovely Christmas from Katrina and Kevin Considine in MoherCottage.com. So thank you. Uh, congratulations to you. That's good news. And keep the business going. And you kept afloat. All the local businesses around the country, keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. You're going to get there. Uh, not easy, but you're, you're, it, it's, it's remarkable. We did it on the Late Late as well. And we just saw so many brilliant families pulling it together and keeping the show on the road and just knock out. Uh, Rebecca Roper was on to saying, the saying is not about intelligence, it's about the stakes. Rocket scientists and neurosurgeons are dealing with human lives, so the stakes are much higher. Yeah, okay, okay. You know that thing at the end that you write, just saying, I'm not a fan of that. I, I, I'm, I'm giving that, a, I'm giving your text a yes, but I'm giving that little, I'm giving that little addendum and no, I think maybe once upon a time it was like, I'm just saying, you look, you know, it, it, there's something about it. It's, it, you know, Columbo, just one more thing. You know, I have, I have Columbo conversations with people sometimes on the radio, or, or on, on the radio, I mean on my phone. And they'll ring and say, I haven't told you for ages. How are you doing? Great, 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 great. I'm curious now. What do they want? And listen, how's everyone? Yeah, good, 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 good. And it's going well. Yeah, yeah. This is going nowhere now. Where are you? What do you want? Yeah. Anyway, listen, I'll leave it to it. Okay. And then they Columbo it. Just one more thing, right? Yes. Could I get tickets for the TV? I said, I knew there was an angle. I knew. Just saying. You see, now I'm passive aggressive. Boom. So just saying is a no. But Rebecca, thank you and good morning. It's just making, I'm, I'm just saying. Social media has created an attitude that has bled into other aspects of life, says a text. Many people now have no patience and expect an answer now. Appointments for services now. The lights to change now. I wonder, you're blaming social media for shorter fuses. It's a leap, but sure, why not? Uh, Ryan, the Guardian referred to Ruth Negga as a Brit recently in relation to Golden Globe nominees. They never... Fa- well, the Guardian, I'm surprised, because they're so right on, uh, relentlessly right on, that it would be not like them to do that. 
So don't worry, we'll we'll ring fence her <laughs> as our own, as we do, because we're good at that. What hope is there for humanity, Damien asks, when the likes of Time magazine choose Elon Musk as the person of the year, the mind boggles. What <laughs> hope for humanity? I don't know enough about him to address that. Well, maybe I'll read about him more today. Rocket scientists have to be excellent mathematicians, says the text, due to very complex calculations required for interplanetary navigation. <laughs> Brain surgeons need incredible focus to start into a surgery that may last 13 to 14 hours. Uh, as a GP who interned in neurosurgery, I remain in awe of them. Okay, the fight back has begun. This is pushback. The neurosurgeons, the rocket scientists, their family, their friends are saying, hang on a second, it is rocket science, it is yours, and so on and so forth. A great competition for you today with our friends in Super Value, uh, just to let you know. Uh, they want to share the magic this Christmas and also encourage shoppers to buy Irish. Let's keep that message going. We've got it another this week and we're here next week and we'll just keep that going as much as you can, as much as you can. Right, 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 right. Uh, so we're going to celebrate the magic with uh, Super Value all this week on the show. We have 700 euro worth of Super Value vouchers to give away every day to one lucky winner. But there's a lovely twist uh, which allows the winner to give a further €700 Euro worth of Super Value vouchers to somebody they like, admire or love. Or all three. Uh, so it's a nice little prize. So give us a call, 1850-715-900. Or you could write us an email and say, well, look, this is uh, really important to me. And that's why I'm going to write this email to you, to ryan at rte.ie. would love to hear from you. It's 921. Fade out on that. I think they ran out of road lyrics wise, but still a nice little tune from Ali Lennox and uh, Al Green uh, from the movie Scrooged with Bill Murray. Great old film, that. Very funny. Um, I'm still traumatized by seeing on Gogglebox two of the people are sitting in their, I think they watched it in a, in a caravan or mobile home, and one of them took out a jar of really ancient looking pickled onions. Like, really, the water looked brown. And even from TV, you know, if something's so evocative, even from my TV, from watching on the couch, she opened it. I could smell it through the TV because his reaction was, uh, uh, you know, the gagging. And she, sure enough, she put her hand in and started eating these, like, baby onions, pickled, raw. And he was getting more and more sick looking at her. And only the week before, they had been watching Miriam Margolis, who, who, who's a former guest of ours in the late, late a couple of times, actually. She's quite... Quite the, quite the guest. Uh, she doesn't hold back. Great fun. And she had gone to, I think it was an onion farm or something, with Alan Cummings, the actor, an unlikely pairing of the two, and another and the farmer. And there was a scene where the three of them, were, it's like a Mexican standoff, the three of them were all looking at each other, chewing, like chomping on full onions, like they were apples. And uh, she was, I mean, she was a, a hero. She, she just kept going. Not even, not a bit of eye-watering at all. Alan Cummings was struggling, but he was game. And I think the farmer didn't know where he was or why he was there, but it was pretty repulsive. I keep banging on about it, says Ray, but uh, every day you pick a song that's just right. Oh, well, that's great. I, I didn't, I, I, but look, that, thank you. I, that's, I'm glad you liked it. I'll make a bags of it tomorrow now that you've said it. You, you, you might have hexed it. Just saying. Um, uh, people st just saying, say this now <laughs> as a joke, just to annoy people, says Adele. 
who adds, just saying. Okay, we, we're on. You should definitely go and see King Richard, really, as I think it's one of the most inspirational and motivational films of the year. It shows the strong belief that Richard had in both his daughters, talent of obviously Venus and Serena Williams, who went on to great tennis success. The movie gives you a much-needed boost, especially in these days. Thank you. Says Lionel. I don't think I've ever met anyone in my life called Lionel. Lionel, maybe? But uh, Lionel? No? Thank you, Lionel. Appreciate that. Um, Pickled onions in malt vinegar. Yeah. That, that that just says pickled onions in malt vinegar. That's not that's not a, that's not a text. That's a statement. You you might as well send in a press release. What do you want to say about them? I need your opinion. <laughs> just say pickled onions and malt vinegar, Ryan. I need, I need you to, to 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 you know flesh out this 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 message. A young Michael Fassbender did that episode of Band of Brothers with uh, Jimmy Fallon. This I knew because uh, he's another one of those. Uh, actress that comes up and you go like is that you know it's, it's like the who's who right it's 9.27 back shortly uh, text oh there's Rebecca back on okay we, my intention with the uh, above uh, uh, epitaph which of course was just saying this from a previous conversation was to soften the blow of a correction I will hereby banish it from my written lexicon the difference between written and in-person communication, she says, would have carried my meaning. It wasn't meant as a passive-aggressive slight, just a soft, sweet, cheeky slag, like all the best ones. But I completely understand why it would be misunderstood. Consider it retracted. Have a wonderful Christmas and warm wishes to you and the team. Kindest regards are back. It's an excellent uh, response to the previous uh, chit-chat about this thing. And you're right. Uh, what I call things get, can get lost in textation. Where you go, oh, I didn't mean it that way, or you you read that wrong, or you know, um, the sea will be ready for, uh, when this wonderful lady is. Says the text, it'll hold her, support her, and envelop her with the love and care she needs. And that's a uh, nice response to our chat earlier on. My heart goes out to that lady. Says uh, text, my mother passed away in June 2020, and you don't feel like the same person, especially when it comes to being out there in groups, etc. A story she might like is Mrs. Stoner and the Sea by Pearl. S book uh, D thank you for that and uh, Geraldine Bowen says thanks for the distraction and entertainment while I queue outdoors for a booster shot at Swords National Show Centre me and about 600 uh, patient others uh, sincere thanks to all the staff there you want to get that booster into you look at that Omicron thing over in the UK is it's it's uh, it's a runaway train so keep queuing and uh, I think you'll be glad you got it in the end uh, it's four minutes to ten back shortly Uh, Claire sends a message to say, my, my message for Teresa, who we spoke to uh, with our Super Value competition, who's at home and afraid to go out. Uh, Teresa, may I say that we are all at our own stages with this. A panic attack, in my experience, is a message from our bodies. Yours wants to go to the sea. And when your voice, uh, your voice when speaking of staying um, at home was lower and smaller, and then your voice when speaking of the sea grew bigger and came alive. Uh, you came alive. Kind regards from Claire. Well, there's maybe something in that. Oh, Ryan, yes. I wish that lady could have uh, surveyed our school. I'd have jumped on that. I'm desperate for help with my 12-year-old son with autism. There you are. Okay, well, maybe get in touch with Michelle and you could be uh, helping each other. Uh, that was an amazing chat with Therese. Uh, this is a text of Therese, I should say. I'm crying. Let's get that woman back to the sea. It's still calling her. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping. And, and Elon Musk says another has just joined uh, the likes of Stalin twice, Hitler, Trump and Giuliani as Time Person of the Year. Less endorsement, more warning. 
It's probably a little harsh on Elon Musk, but I don't, I don't know enough about him to know whether he's in good company or bad company there, to be honest with you. And Sandra in Mallow says, I recently read Miriam Margolis' autobiography. She's been eating raw onions all her life, just like apples. And apparently it's a very good read in the middle of it all. And Stephen and Ennis Court said, pickled onions are in vinegar and spices, not water. If Oh, okay. If properly preserved, they'll last many years. And of course, they're eaten raw. Some varieties of onion are sweet and really easy to eat raw, like an apple. I always eat slices of raw onion with salads, etc. And it's delicious. Let's leave it on that, shall we? Uh, we'll stay, uh, see you tomorrow between 9 and 10. Claire Byrne standing by, so stay tuned for her. And thank you so much for listening in this morning. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player.